welcome to the Quality of Life podcast. My name is Erin Olson, and I am a businesswoman and mother who has been studying personal growth for over 15 years. I've tried almost all of the habits and hacks out there. My goal is to use my real-life experience to show you which tricks and habits make the biggest changes to your quality of life with the least amount of time and energy on your part. We'll cover everything from habits to hacks, fitness to family, and everything in between. Now, let's dive on in to today's topic. Hey, guys. Thank you for coming, and welcome back to the Quality of Life podcast. Today, we are talking about feelings. We all have them all the time. But did you know that they can be liars? I used to be ruled by my feelings. They influenced every decision that I made, what I ate, who and how I talked to people, whether I went to the gym or not, how I felt about myself, among other things. So I know what it's like to have feelings determine what can get done in a day. But I learned that not only can your feelings hurt your progress and your self-confidence, but they can actually rob you of your purpose, your dreams, and the life that you want. What I have learned might be able to help you too. So let's talk about our feelings. So what are feelings? They can be very instinctive. They can tell you when you're hungry, when you're thirsty, hot or cold. They can warn you about impending doom or even make you love someone or something. But we also have feelings that come from history and memories that can seriously talk us out of our future. Talk us out of our self-worth. They can talk us out of love. They can make us eat or drink too much. They can even make us be less or more productive etc, etc. There's so many things that your feelings can actually do. So how do we distinguish if our feelings are founded in truth or if our brain just got a hold of them to try to keep us from changing up the status quo? And what do we do once we identify if the feelings are fact-based or not? First, we don't have to believe every feeling or thought that comes into our minds. Although some thoughts feel real, It may be because of our history and memories. So using a fact or feelings filter can help you remove the power that the feeling can have over you. So let's apply that filter, right? How do we do it? First, you have to acknowledge the feeling or the thought. Pause for a minute and just consider where this thought is coming to. Is it connected to a specific event, a situation, or a person? Now, not to get all up in the current verbiage, but what triggered these feelings? I know I've had many conversations in my life where I've allowed my history with someone to cloud my judgment of the current situation. For example, answering the phone when there's an unknown number calling. Okay, I know you guys have all do this. How many times are you immediately irritated when you answer? You don't know if it's someone calling about your car's extended warranty or if it's Publishers Clearinghouse telling you you've won a million dollars. I mean, you just let your feelings control your tone, your ability to be curious, or even courteous. Well, that trigger is your history. It has no facts about who could be calling. You don't know who's on the other end of the line or if it's good or bad news or if it's just the wrong number. So that is a great example of how having a history can really cloud what you do and how you act. Second, is it fact 
or fiction, just because a feeling may seem real, it can still be total BS. In the episode number 11, How to Overcome Your Fears, I talk about how our feelings can make us too afraid to take action because of what might happen. I know personally that fear is usually not founded in fact. There are also a whole host of feelings that are usually not factual. Feelings like doubt, lust, hunger, resentment, anxiety, worry, jealousy, depression, guilt, and a lot of other ones. While these feelings may not be fact-based, they are still valid and you're really feeling them. But if you dig deeper, you just might find out that you had these feelings based on your assumption of a situation and not the truth. I mean, think about like when a friend says something or texts something and you immediately put a tone to it that doesn't exist. Like maybe they said something like, eh, I don't really feel like going out tonight. Well, immediately my thought would jump to, well, did I do something wrong? Did I say something that I shouldn't have? Are they sick? I mean, think of all the things that you can assume on a text. That's why emojis are great. And those recording texts of your voice are so good because then no one can add tone to it that isn't there. But here is the truth about feelings and thoughts. One thing you have to know, you have the choice of whether you A, let those feelings affect your actions, or B, even allow yourself to feel them for any amount of time. You have a choice to make. Now, if you are battling depression, talking to a doctor or a therapist might be helpful. Who knows? You might have a chemical imbalance that needs to be addressed with medications, and I am all for getting help. So don't let that stop you if you feel like you need help. But the bottom line is, you can choose to feel different. That's right. You can choose to feel happy when you are getting down. You can choose to feel brave when your feelings have you scared and ready to tuck tail and run. You can choose to feel excited when anxiety creeps in. This is a valuable thing to learn and use. It is impossible to have more than one governing thought or feeling in your mind and body at a time. And if you can pause for just a moment to become aware of your feelings, you can then do something about it. It's just like everything else in your life. Once you know there's a problem, you can do something about it and fix it. The things that have helped me the most in the past and currently are meditating, which is basically just training your mind to control what you think about, and something I call the bait and switch. I have a list of five to ten things, usually memories, that instantly make me happy. Things like the day that I got my new horse when I was 12 years old, um, the day my son was born, or the day that I got married. These are usually memories that instantly make me happy, and I used to carry that list in my pocket until I got really good at remembering them in the middle of a downward spiral. I used to let my anxiety and worry rule my life, and the only thing it did for me was keep me from achieving greatness and making relationships great with other people. I am begging you, don't become a victim of your unhealthy thoughts or feelings. You have to become a master of the thoughts and feelings you want to feel. No one deserves or wants to feel like crap. And I'm not talking about faking it. I am talking about choosing the feelings you want to feel and choosing the thoughts you want to think. 
There's a lot of books that talk about how to grow this muscle and why it works. But the Bible even says in Philippians 4.8, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. It says nothing about feeling worry, anger, fear, anxiety, resentment, unhappiness, etc. Okay, so if it says that in the Bible, that we are supposed to think a certain way, that means that we have the necessary tools and the ability to do that. Now, if you need more help growing this muscle... I have a free worksheet available with even more resources that is available at theerinolson.com slash self-talk. That's T-H-E-E-R-I-N-O-L-S-O-N dot com slash S-E-L-F-T-A-L-K. Now, you can share that with whoever you want, and you should, because the more people who can control their thoughts, the more people that are happy. And don't you want to be around happy people? All right, guys, this week's homework is to write down a list of five to ten things that make you happy every time they pop in your mind. Like I said, things like the birth of a child, graduating, getting married, bringing home a new pet, or getting a new car, and keep that list on you or in your phone. Then when you are having feelings that just don't serve you or are not true, bait and switch to something on that list. Keep doing it as often as you need until the feeling is gone or at least has lost its power over you. Well, guys, that's what I have for you this week. Become a warrior and destroy the feelings that are not true. Then get to winning and level up. Please share this with everyone that you care about and go on your platform and please rate me and so that I can reach more people. Thank you guys for listening and I will see you next week right here on the Quality of Life podcast. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to check us out on the Quality of Life podcast, Facebook and Instagram pages and our website, theerinolson.com, for downloads and more information. That is T-H-E-E-R-I-N-O-L-S-O-N.com. Stay up to date by joining our email newsletter. Together, we can improve all of our quality of life.